It's the Afternoon Underdogs on Cards Radio 790 KRD. Now, here's Tony Vanetti and Dave Jennings. Oh, Friday! We are the Afternoon Underdogs. They were delivered by Papa John's Pizza, where you can get your pizza delivered contact-free. Go online, get some wings, get a pizza. You do not want to cook tonight. New no. PapaJohns.com. And by the way, they're up 33% in the last four weeks, 6% since the last quarter. Why? Because we're they're, they're our title sponsor. We're sneaky good. We are. We are sneaky good. All right, uh, we're going to talk to Eric from Pro Rehab a little bit later. We're going to have a, a really fun show for you on a Friday to keep things light. We understand what the city is going through and the possibility of something happening again tonight. There'll be some serious stuff. It is the it yeah. is the, the topic of the day, so yeah. we'll, we'll have that covered also. Yeah, we'll cover that for you, too. Don't worry about that. Um, but the sight that I have now of watching my 16-year-old son cut the grass is fantastic. Oh, is he out there? Yeah, he's out there cutting the grass. If I can recommend anything, this is something your dog cannot do. This this is why, right here, folks, this is why you have children. Yes, exactly. This is it, right? So you don't have to cut the grass when you're 50. And the neighborhood's so happy because I cut the grass shirtless, and then I well, look why at... why are you shirtless now? Because it's a little warm. Plus, it's you. It's been... I've known you for 30 years. It's been warm every day this you, week. You've seen me more than just shirtless, Dave Jennings. Actually, I'm one of the few that haven't seen it. That's a good point. All right, we're going to move on to our hey, friend. Hey, we got a girl on, too. we got a girl on, too. Ashley from WAMZ, how you doing, darling? Thank God we're moving on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how are you? What's going on with WAMZ? You guys having fun? What are you doing? Well, we're good. You know, this is uh, typically a period of time where we're pretty busy with concerts and events and down at 4th Street and stuff like that. So, you know, it's been a a little weird for us because we're not doing any of that. But, by the way, uh, every Friday night at 9 p.m. through the end of June, we are bringing you commercial-free concerts from some of the biggest artists in country. Tonight is my girl, Shania Twain. I know how much you love Shania, Tony. So I (laughs) I do love her, actually. I do. Break out your leopard print. Uh, that's a that's an awesome idea. Now, has Shania done a lot of stuff after the Mutt Lang divorce? Because he produced her huge albums. Has she put out newer stuff lately? Uh, she put out an album a couple of years ago. Uh, the show that we'll be airing tonight is from her Vegas show. Uh, she was a, she did a show in Vegas for a few years uh, in the last few years. So this is actually a recent concert performance from her within the last five years or so. Now, one of the knocks on her early on in her career was she was a studio princess and wasn't very good live, couldn't sing live. What's your opinion on Shania Live? Is she pretty good? I, I love Shania. I, I had a childhood dream come true, and I got to see her in concert a couple years ago, and I loved every single moment of it. But you have to keep in mind, for people like Shania, it's more uh, it's it's not just about being able to sing. It's about being able to entertain. Sure. And therefore, someone like Shania was able to translate that to Vegas and, and turn it into a huge production and a show. So, you know, you have artists that want to go out there and just play the music, and then you have artists that go out there and really want to entertain. What a great idea. So 9 o'clock tonight, commercial-free, concert on 97.5 WAMZ, a country concert. You can sit on the back deck, drink some beer, and listen to an entire concert uh, without commercials. Awesome. That's that's a great idea, Ashley. That's a great idea. 
All right, so that's happening tonight. All right, so I called you because I have, I have a lot of friends that lately have been getting on Jackie and I about we, we're rockers. We like to listen to rock music and whatever. And I'm our, the same way. Right, and our friends are like, they listen to WAMZ now, and they listen to country music, and I, and we're all just like, what, what, why would you, what, what are you doing? <laughs> um, so, uh, no offense, darling, uh, but uh, darling, darling, that's well, we're talking country now. So <laughs> you, got, go. you Conway Twitty now. Come on, hey now, darling. Uh, so uh, here's what we're gonna do. So I asked you, I said, pick three songs to change to change our minds. Like uh, Dave, I think is closer to it than I am, uh, but. What? I'm, I'm okay with country music. I like a little tinge of the older sound. There are some guys like like Cody Jenks that are very good. Elliot, if you can find Loud and Heavy, I think that's the name of the song. It's really good. But I'm not a big fan of the bro country, Ashley. So if a guy comes out with a fake southern accent, talk about getting in his truck with his girl riding down the road, maybe drinking some beer on a dead-end street, that kind of stuff, right. uh, no. All right, but it's more pop music and uh, country music a these days. A lot of it is. But let's listen to it. Elliot, did you get that text message I sent you with the first one up that we're going to listen to? Okay, uh, Chris Stapleton's Midnight Train to Memphis. This is a good one. It's in the system. Well, while Elliot finds us, tell us about this song, Ashley. Okay, so I've got, I've got good news for you, Tony. If you want to explore the world of country music, I'm a rock fan just like you. And 15 years ago, I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to have to work in country radio. This is going to be a nightmare. <laughs> but you, you know what? I grew to love country music, and we... Uh, I don't know about you, but there's just not a lot of good current rock music anymore. And that's just my personal opinion. And I don't think there's been any really good current rock music in the last 10 plus years. So a lot of these rockers have actually come to country. And um, if you're going to play Chris Stapleton first, I think this is a really good example. If you go see this guy in concert, he is going to melt your face. And I consider Chris Stapleton a rock and roll Jesus, okay? Okay, let's listen to the song for a bit. This is good. Yeah. All right. All right, Ashley. You got me. You got me on that first one. I'm downloading that as soon as we get off the now, air today. That's the only song that sounds like that on the album. It's a pretty mellow album, but that's a great tune. Okay. All right. So I'm in. Okay. You're one for one here, Ashley, from WAMZ here on the Afternoon Underdogs. We are delivered by Papa John's. Pizza order online, papajohns.com. Contact free delivery. All right, Elliot. The second song is Sturgill Simpson. It is Keep It Between the Lines. This dude I like. He sounds like Waylon Jennings. All right, Ashley. Tell me about uh, Sturgill. Okay, so much like Chris Stapleton, both of these guys are from Kentucky, so all the more reason to listen to them and support them. Another one that you should really check out is Tyler Childers. Um, Sturgill is a little psychedelic, okay? Um, and he is not afraid to admit that he dabbles in psychedelics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, one of the reasons that I really like this song is because um, it's 
it's kind of ironic, the name of the song is Keep It Between the Lines, but Sturgill is not a guy that keeps it between the lines. He uh, incorporates so many different sounds into his music, and I love this song because it's got horns all over it, and horns are not something that you typically hear in country music. Okay, let's hear the song. This is Sturgill Simpson, Keep It Between the Lines. All right, I like it. You're I two. Do for, too. You're two for two. These are two that I've heard of and that I like. Oh these my two gosh! Guys. Oh my gosh! That, that is that. That is an all. That's the, I'm going to download that song when I when I get to off the air. That is awesome. Sturgill Simpson, keep it between the lines. All right, Ashley. When I called you, I didn't give you much time to get these songs together. Uh, <laughs> you, <laughs> you you're knocking it out of the park here. All right, number three. You're going with uh, with the female side of things, which is a big deal for country music these days. Ashley McBride's One Night Standards. Tell me about this song. Okay, so yeah, I had to include a girl. She is one of my favorite artists in country. She's an amazing songwriter. And what I love about Ashley is that she's very real. This girl pulls no punches. She's not the kind of girl that is a bleach blonde and and wearing skimpy outfits and that kind of thing. She she would kick your butt, Tony Benetti. I like it. (laughs) And... I, uh, I've i been a big fan of hers for a while, and this is a song that's actually being played on WAMZ right now, today, and uh, her new album, Never Will, just came out, and yes, yeah, she is a, a, a huge rising star in country, and, and one of, another reason I enjoy her is that she just doesn't really fit the mold of what you expect from a female country artist. Um, she is... She she says it like it is, and Tony, this is a song about one night stands. <laughs> oh I, well, I'm R- written by Tony Vanetti. I'm in. Let's hear Ashley McBride's <laughs> one night standards. Go ahead, Elliot. Got traditional sound to her voice, little Dolly. you want if the shoe fits I ain't gonna say I never do this cause truth is lonely makes a hard ruthless ain't nobody gonna hurt nobody ain't nothing wrong with needing somebody you can leave all that down in the lobby Okay, this is the one that uh, not my favorite. It's not my favorite, but I like. It's just the one that Jackie's probably going to yep, pop her yep, head yep. to a little bit, uh, <laughs> a little bit there. So you, I'm going to give you two and a half out of three here. Okay. okay. All right. I'll I give you. A, to, I had to get a 
girl in there. I right. have to be a girl in there. Yeah, no, no doubt. Uh, Ashley, great list. Chris Stapleton's uh, Midnight Train to Memphis, Sturgill Simpson's Keep It Between the Lines, and Ashley McBride's One Night Standards are the three songs. By the way, Elliot, did you find Loud and Heavy by Cody Jinks? Getting it right. I will check out that one. Cody right. is definitely what you would consider outlaw country. And another yeah. recommendation I'll make to you, Tony, is to uh, listen to Eric Church. He's a rock and roller, man. He is, yeah, he's got some good I, stuff. Yeah, I dig him a lot. And the Brothers Osborne, they have a live album that they recorded at the Ryman. I believe it was last year. Those guys will melt your face. They actually opened up for Chris Stapleton the last time he played in Louisville. All right, here you guys. This guy, this this starts cold. So here we go, Elliot. This is Cody Jenks, Loud and Heavy. Oh yeah, didn't, not the beginning. Turn it up. Let's hear it. Wow, that's good, man. That's good stuff right there. That is a good song. That's a good song. Uh, Ashley, I, I'm so appreciative that you did this for us today. And uh, and we always love not, uh, Look, WAMZ is the significant, most significant um, FM ra- radio station in the history of the city. And it always has been for 40 years. It's been number one. And we just appreciate uh, what you guys do over there. And, of course, because we work for 790, we also work for WHAS, which is t- kind of another the other big station in town for the last uh Okay, Ashley, how do you come down on, like, the Florida-Georgia line bro country stuff? (laughs) Hey, man, you know, I play music for the masses, not specifically for myself. And you know what? Sometimes people just want to hear fun, thoughtless music. It doesn't always have to be deep. Like, for instance, one of my favorite songs right now is Luke Bryan's One Margarita, which is kind of a stupid song, but it makes me feel like, summer and it makes me want to make margaritas so right. we play a lot of songs like that because people come to the radio to feel good yes well it's stupid because yes. i don't want one margarita no i want two um at least at least <laughs> <laughs> one uh, margarita is a tuesday song actually enjoy the sun this weekend have some fun that concert tonight is at nine o'clock again uh who is the artist tonight at nine Shania Twain, and you can okay. send me a picture of you in your leopard print later, okay? okay? I will. Oh, don't tell me. Oh, no, oh, you, oh, no. you know I will, and you can turn me into HR later. I'm okay with oh, it. Oh, boy. <laughs> Ashley, Ashley, have a great weekend. We'll talk to you soon. Drive safe. Bye, Tony. See ya. Ashley Thank from, you, Ashley. From WAMZ. Loud Thunder Heavy WAMZ. Rain. That's a good song, isn't it? Yeah, it yeah. actually was, man. They were they were all pretty good. It's a good, good line between rock and traditional country. I good. didn't like the lady singer much. 
She was she all was right. Little, little too much of this going on. Hey, look, man, she's lady singer, man. I'm sure I that, know. Uh, she keeps busy now, but she needs to get in that kitchen every once in a while, have some babies, Ash- and then do music when she can. Ashley said, though, she tells it like it is. That's true. Her, that's her true. grammar weren't so good. Uh uh-uh. uh. But she did tell it like it was or she, is. Sure enough. All right. All right, so uh, we'll take a short break. We'll come back. We are the Afternoon Underdogs. Tony and Dave were delivered by Papa John's Pizza. Contact-free delivery, papajohns.com. Got it. Back after this right here on 790KRD. Oh, it's amazing how if the sun is shining, how much better of a mood you are in, right? I mean, it's just it's unbelievable how the weather can really uh, affect your mood. I'm just one of those people. Rain's not bad, but, man, when the sun is out and you can get out and about it, and uh, as I look out over my neighborhood here, people there's people are walking by every ten or fifteen seconds. Traffic is up. I mean, it's people are out and about on these days. So, all right, we're talking about opening up, Dave, and uh, uh, Governor Bashir's recommendations on playing youth sports uh, in the next couple of weeks. June fifteenth, they've said they can get back together. So, here are some of the suggestions that i guess it says recommendations there's not going to be right uh i guess repercussions if you don't do it well are there going to be people on bicycles that were hired to police you and say uh if you don't follow along to our recommendations you're out of here here's the deal the first one's not bad no high fives okay that's okay i can live without that all right instead he says tip your hat or wave or bow. Or curtsy. He says bow. No one's bowing. No one's, <laughs> no one's bowing. I struck you out four times. You will bow to me now. Uh, you know this list was probably, and I don't want to do it. I don't want to say but I'm going to say it. I think this list was probably made up of people that never played sports. Here we go. You've got a little commission of, of Andy's minion saying, I've got one. I've got Oh, that's a good one. Let's go with that. Oh, I've got one, too. Uh, eliminate the greatest extent sharing touching the bats and the balls. Oh, my God. Say what? I don't. It's baseball. It's basketball. What are you going to do? Basketball. There's only one ball in basketball. What the hell are you going to do? Okay, so the first pitch comes out, swing and miss. The catcher then hands the ball to the umpire who throws it away and then hands him a new ball. Oh, no, wait. The umpire can't do that because he touched both balls. Yeah. What? Uh. Coaches do virtual or in-home drills for kids. What? That's what they've been doing already. Yeah. Here's uh, no playing outside your hometown or county. Oh, my Lord. What? Wait, who is that protecting? In Louisville, that's not an issue. Who, who's the dirty county? Does I don't Lester know. County not want Louisville to come in, or Louisville doesn't want Letcher County to come in? I'm sorry. Well, maybe maybe they don't want Louisville coming in. No, nobody wants Louisville coming in. Because they're going to beat you. All the dirty dirt's coming in town. I don't uh, think uh, so. Uh. Uh, okay, so no traveling. That's uh, Okay. Uh, uh, all right. Uh, educate families on whether to stay home or when to go back and create a staff person to monitor social distancing. I'm sorry. Create- I'm sorry, what? Create a staff person to monitor social distancing. Hire someone to tell me how to live. Andy, oh, hell no. No, well, not to live, but if you're on the field, somebody has to, like, you know, like a third base Read the first part of that again. Coaches do, uh, I lost my place now. Oh, educate families on when to stay home. Bingo. And when to come back. Shut your pie hole, Andy. Okay, that's a little aggressive. 
You're being too aggressive. I disagree with that, Andy. You're, you're, thank you. That's I, I know when I can leave my house and when thank I can you. stay in my house, and you don't get to decide for me. So you have a, a first-base coach, a third-base coach, and a virtual distance coach. It's part of the game now. <laughs> Uh, how do you how do you have a double play? How do you have a close play at second where the runner and the second baseman meet and may touch? No player can join a team from another county. All right, dude. What? What if your county doesn't have a team? Uh, no spectator from outside the county or communities are allowed. So Nana lives in on Henry, and the grandson, little Jimmy, plays in Oldham County. They're right next to each other, right? Yep, County, sure, sure. County. So you can't go see little Johnny play, uh, little Jimmy play baseball. Nana, you have to stay home. Let's sing together. Talk to the coordinator who can decide whether you can leave your house or not and where you can go. Is there uh, a number, a hotline for guidance? Divide, divide a team in half and scrimmage instead of playing another team. How many starters on the baseball diamond, Andy? Oh God, dude. Cutting one guy in half? Alert health department of all tournaments. Do you do you want to take a guess? And on a normal basis, how many soccer, baseball, wrestling, basketball tournaments there are every single day in the summer? At least six. Oh my gosh, it's staggering. The health department in no way could track. And keep a number of all of the tournaments. Everything is club sports now. Everything. Rarely people, kids play for their schools and whatever. Sometimes they do. But it's all club. There are thousands of basketball clubs. There are thousands of baseball teams. There's no way the health department can keep track of all this stuff. There's no way. They can if you hire a bunch of people. Well, they don't have the money to do that because we're on a shortfall. We'll see. Here's your favorite. <laughs> put tape on yeah. dirt. Put tape on the dirt field to keep <laughs> players, coaches six feet apart. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't stick to it. Uh, and I don't so, know so you... Billy Martin would have had to have kicked dirt on the plate from six feet away, <laughs> right? And there'd be oh. tape there to show him where yeah. he has to stand. But then he kicked the tape off. No, so if a manager comes running out of the dugout and is chest-to-chest with the ump and is yelling and spitting, are the police going to arrest the manager for a possible attempted murder? You know who wishes these were in play? Robin Ventura. Yeah. <laughs> Getting beaten up by an old man. That's right. No vending of food or drinks. No, dude. I, if I go to a ball game, you know what? If my nephew or somebody's playing a little baseball game, the one thing I can look forward to, because, look, Little League Baseball, it's just boring as hell. If You, you want to see your nephew hit, but, man, my God. The one thing is, well, I can get a hot dog and a Diet Coke. Yep. I'll do that. I'll, nope. that'll be, that's the one thing you can do. Well, nope. first, first, you have to call the hotline to see if you can leave your house or not. Get permission. And then, uh, where are you going, sir? I'm going to Oldham County. Where do you live? Jefferson, you can't go. So you couldn't get a hot dog anyway. The balls and bats are cleaned between use by each individual as much as possible. With what? I don't know. Are we going to have one of those ball washer things made for baseballs like on the golf course? Here's here's where it gets dicey. Again, these are... 
These are quote unquote recommendations for playing youth sports. Yeah. I assume it is up to the league and or team to which ones they adopt. I don't know. Uh, determine a policy on recovering players, or I'm sorry, removing players who refuse to wear a face mask. You can't play sports with a face mask on, dude. No, and you'll get that mask knee stuff. Look, a football helmet has a face mask, and it's completely open. And sometimes you can't. We take a helmet off because it's hot, and or it's hard to breathe in that thing sometimes. And it's an open face mask. You can't wear a damn face mask and play baseball. It's not going to work. Now, is there going to be somebody policing this at every field? Isn't there a volunteer no, or something no, that's supposed to be? No, I don't think so. I, I think hmm. again, these are he's using he's using the recommendation. So I'm not sure. But here's where it goes in. One team is going to follow these rules strictly, and the other team is going to go, Are you nuts, man? I'm here to play baseball. That's man. right. My boys ain't wearing no mask, all right? And then I put tape on dirt. Man, you ever use tape on dirt, man? Don't work, man. It don't stick to the dirt, dude. I'm not doing that. And the other team is like, Listen, we're not going to participate in this physical outlay if you're not going to wear masks. Yeah, it's a fine line between being effective initially and overreaching now. We've hit the overreaching part. All right. Let's move on to this Forbes article about the deep fakes. All right. Do you know why they call them deep fakes? Because they're not shallow. Uh, A combination of the phrases deep learning and fake. Deep fakes first emerged on the Internet in late 2017. So this is really a new Technology. Several deep fake videos have gone viral recently, giving millions of people around the world. This is all from Force Magazine I'm reading from. Uh, for example, President Obama using ex- expletive uh, to describe President Trump. It wasn't real. It was a deep fake. Mark Zuckerberg admitting that Facebook's true goal is to mit- manipulate and exploit its users. Bill Hay- uh, Hader morphing into Al Pacino on a late night talk show. I saw that one, and it was scary. Um, it's It's... It's really hard to determine. Specifically, last month or the last couple of weeks, ESPN, everyone was watching The Last Dance. Well, State Farm, besides having every single commercial in every college football game ever uh, broadcast. And some of them are god-awful Aaron Rodgers. And they run them over and over and over. And then they resurrected Jake from State Farm, who wasn't Jake from State Farm in the original commercial. No, I know. How could you not have Jake? Just have Jake. Khakis. Thank you. He can be Jake. Uh, it, they 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 ran a deep fake video. It appeared to show footage from 1998 of an ESPN analyst making shockingly accurate predictions of the year 2020. It freaked <laughs> it freaked people out. They were like, "Oh my gosh!" Turns out, no, that's a deep fake. They had Biff's almanac. Yeah, exactly. So when we talk about fake news and we talk about where do you go to actually get the right information, right? It is, and it, and it's my biggest pet peeve. It's just I wish I wish I had one news show that listen. Everything we say here is going to be the truth. There's not going to be there's not going to be non factual uh, things on the show, and there will be no opinion. I'm just going to give you the facts. I would watch that news program every single night. Now you're talking about if I'm watching a video and it's and it's. How do I know now if that's even real now? Mm-hmm. 
And you could be the victim of it at some point. Absolutely. Okay, I've got to share this story because it's, it's just too good. You've had some wild nights, Tony. I've heard the stories. Yeah. And we can't yeah. we can't share a lot of them. There have been some odd pairings throughout history, oil and water, uh, Julia Roberts and Lyle Lovett. The strange, the strange bromance between Dennis Rodman and Kim Jong Un. Oh, oh yes, they were like they were. He kept going back to North Korea a couple of years ago, and people are like, "How the hell did this happen?" Probably because of the first night that he spent there. So he's there with the Globetrotters in 2013. After the game, Kim Jong Un went to greet the worm, and he didn't know who he was. Rodman didn't. He asked, "You like my country?" And Rodman said, yeah, it's fine, it's cool, it's okay. This is all on Mike Tyson's Hot Boxing Podcast. <laughs> so they, they quickly bonded. Kim Jong-un said to Dennis Rodman, let's have dinner tonight, maybe a little karaoke and have some vodka, some hotties and stuff like that. Next thing I know, <laughs> Rodman says we're having dinner and we're drunk as blank. He starts singing karaoke. I have no idea what the F he's talking about. And that was followed by an 18-piece band of hot women and they only played one song, the theme from Dallas. No, 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 no. So you wonder why he goes back and he water skis. Oh. You, you have a night like that, you got to see what the sequel's going to be, right? Now, granted, this is one of the most evil people to walk on planet Earth. Tell mm-hmm. me his line again. What, what does he say to Dennis Rodman about tonight? Let's, he says, let's do what? Let's have dinner tonight, a little karaoke, and have some vodka, some hotties, and stuff like that. Oh, my gosh. He picked the oh. right guy. Oh, my gosh. They said that Saddam Hussein was the same way. He was hooked on Viagra. He liked, like, rock and roll music, and he watched certain TV shows from America, and it was like a Saturday Night Live bit. Of course, he was obviously one of the most evil individuals on planet Earth also. Uday and Kuse were the same way. Had had big DVD collections of American movies. Oh, yeah, watched American movies and then walked downstairs and shot people in their prison just for fun. Oh, go to Uh, a wedding and uh, attack the bride and then kill the groom, all that kind of fun stuff. Yeah, good people. What do they call that? What did the British do? What do they call that? Uh, 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 something Noctra. Something Noctra. Bad, uh, bad acting. Kumanoctra. No. Uh, Kama Sutra. No, it's where the the Kama Lord, Chameleon. No, it's where the Lord. If there was a wedding, a Scottish wedding, or uh, so the Lord could come in the night of the wedding and have oh. relations with the wife. It was Comas Kumanoctra. Oh, oh. Gosh, I know this. I know this. Frank Sinatra. No. <laughs> well, actually, Frank had a lot of clout. Yeah, most of the time he probably could do that at most Italian weddings. Comma, oh, mm, Lequilessa. Oh, it's gonna. Somebody, please tell me what. Uh, um, <laughs> did this apply to bridesmaids too, Tony? Oh no, I, that was no. <laughs> yes, Carm. Oh, Carmen Electra. No, no. Um, <laughs> damn it! Damn it! <laughs> Tony's like, it's, I have a big word with lots of syllables that might be Latin. on Jeopardy, and I can't it's think Latin. of it. It's Latin. Carmen Electricus. No. Something Natra. Natra. <laughs> Natra up? <laughs> it's a kind of an evil little... Uh, what is... Uh, 
Why it's, my... it's an evil little plus <laughs> if you're a lord of an area. There. Why does like, my baby look like it's Prince Charles? It's like <laughs> <laughs> because our listeners are so smart, we have several answers to our. Mm-hmm. I knew it was Noctis. I knew it was Noctis. Okay, I knew it was. It was part of it. From Jeff, it means Lord's Rite, also known as Prima Noctis, Rite of the First Night. And Prima Nocta was supposed to be a legal right of medieval uh-huh. Europe, allowing feudal lords to have sexual relations with subordinate women, in particular on their wedding night. And right of the first night, you could spell it with a K or without, ironically. All right, we are back. We are the Afternoon Underdogs, Tony Vanetti, Dave Jennings, delivered by Papa John's Pizza. We talked about Andy's youth sports rules, so I'm doing the show from my car, yeah. and we have a really long cord, and you're doing the show from your garage yeah. to make Andy happy. Yeah, right. <laughs> We've been breaking Andy's rules for and quite the, some time. the tape doesn't stick to the concrete either. We'll talk to Eric at uh, ProRehabLou.com, Pro Rehab in town. I've got a question. I saw a buddy of mine that blew his Achilles heel. Oh, oh. We, were playing, we were playing in that adult Catholic beer volleyball league. Gotcha. It was started at six thirty on Fridays every Friday for like six weeks, and this is the this is the you know the Catholic League beer where very some are very competitive and others are like why are mm-hmm. you trying? And uh, first couple weeks we actually we, you know it's bad when you hear the pop. Poop, oh yeah, and you're like Ooh. oh that's gotta hurt. Ooh, and then we were like Achilles. Oh, all right, is that like just like a ligament or something? His he was like white as a ghost. He just went and you. I was like, he's in pain, dude. And he ended up going. I'm gonna. Why don't you sit down for a minute? Oh wow! Like he was getting wheezy. Now, and was, I was he like, hammered at this point, or was no, no, no. no he was no. And uh, and he might have helped. He ended up going to the hospital that night, and then he was in a boot for like. Four months. Oh. And I was like, what? Well, you can't do anything with your foot. No. You can't favor anything. Yes, yes. It is what it is. Yeah, so his career volleyball days were over. Uh. And mostly mostly it was fun except for the teams that had the volleyball coaches on. You know, there were the, the volleyball families. Oh, there's always the team that's oh. playing. That's the advanced team in the tennis tournament. The advanced player enters the uh, the intermediate level so they can win. Hate that. And then there was one mom that was like played volleyball at U of L, and she also like played professionally in Yugoslavia or something. Right, right, right. So she wasn't pulling punches. with Dennis Cantor, but she wasn't pulling punches. Like she wasn't pulling any time. She would do the run and jump up and ba bang like ninety miles an hour at your face, and you're like, man, it's a beer league. What are you doing? The only, ah. I didn't do my Achilles. I popped my hammy. The hammy's more up here, and I wasn't rescuing any kittens from trees or saving people from burning buildings. I was bowling. Let's bring in Eric from Pro Rehab. Hey, buddy. What's going on, guys? Hopefully you're not showing off your hammy on any video. No. Like like up up here, up here. No, no, no. No, no. no. Yeah, it's it's no underwear Uh, Friday, so it's a good thing. My hammies are strong. It's got to carry that around for my whole life. Well, yeah, and your your commercial says you don't wear pants, so I'm really nervous about this conversation. 
No, no. Yeah. I just put my shirt on like 20 minutes ago. I was shirtless for this entire show. Can you rehab my eyeballs after uh, seeing this? So, Eric? I, hey, Eric, so I'm telling a story about the Catholic Adult Volleyball Beer League that we played in a couple of years ago. Most, I mean, we had a ball. It was every Friday night, and it was just basically people from the parish. And uh, one of the first weekends, one of our buddies in, in, on our team, you could hear the pop, and it was his Achilles heel. And at the time, none of us knew, like, whatever that means. But he turned ashy white, like, just, I mean, he was in pain. He was, I'm got i going to have to sit down for a minute. And we're all like, oh, okay. Because he tried to actually keep playing. Like, he was like, oh, I'll be uh, fine. And then, he, uh, and then he sat down. Went in, ended up going to, uh, to the hospital. And then he was in a boot for, like, four months. And I think people, the, he goes, and I was just talking about this a couple of hours ago, and he was like, you know what? I didn't realize the, the physical therapy on the post-whatever surgery that he had for his Achilles. That Achilles heel, man, is nothing to mess around with, right, Eric? Oh, not at all. I mean, it's one of the hardest injuries to come back from uh, orthopedically. Uh, you know, it's, it's, there's a very fragile, first of all, it's a really fat tendon where two muscles merge into it, um, which is, you know, why it's, extremely important and, and it's complicated in how it functions and if it ruptures i mean you can't you're, you're not going to be walking well at all much less trying to run or anything like that um and very debilitating so uh they have a small window of opportunity in some cases it depends on how bad it's torn to go in and repair it um before the muscle continues to retract back and then the recovery time because you got to let that tendon heal uh, so there's a, you know, there's a long duration of time spent immobilized with a lift. Uh, then you start uh, therapy and then it's a, it's a long road and a long recovery back to whatever. Cause most of the time those individuals are going back to higher level activities, whether it be volleyball, golf, tennis, you know, whatever it may be. So you got to make sure that, you know, the rehab matches that. So you want to get them back to their activity level because, and then you have things along the way you got to be aware of. You want to make sure that their movements become symmetrical. You don't want the tendon to start getting inflamed because they try to push themselves too soon. So there's a lot of variables along the way, but it is definitely a long road to recovery. Can you explain, Eric? I've always wondered about this. Um, so Tony's friend popped his um, Achilles, just doing something he always does. Right. I popped my hamstring like in the second frame of a bowling league, which I've done for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. Teddy Bridgewater maybe almost loses his life and his career yeah. in a non-contact knee injury. Jordy Nelson of the Packers several years ago just caught a ball, made one move, blew his ACL out. So these are elite athletes, the last couple. And they're not doing anything out of the ordinary. It's simple movements, and they're in shape. What causes that? Is there any explanation or something you can do to prevent those freak injuries? Well, uh, there's a couple of variables there. <clears throat> With all due respect to the uh, the Catholic beer drinking volleyball league, <laughs> yeah. there's a lot um, in the bowling league. There's usually uh, in those cases a lot of times. To be honest with you, there's some dehydration involved with that. Hey. So the tissue is not getting the nutrients it needs. It's not conditioned for it. So you're not practicing volleyball all the time. You're not playing all the time. And then you're doing it, you know, in the evening. Um, and, you know, obviously you're drinking things that diuretics and stuff that will dehydrate you. And so the tissue uh, elasticity changes. There's a lot of variables that come to when the, you know, then you get mass and momentum involved and the tissue fails. And a lot of times it's not when we expect it most. I mean, I don't know if you remember Misty May Trainer, high-level Olympic volleyball player, yep, yep. multi-time gold medalist, is doing it on Dancing with the Stars practicing. So right. it's just when the body's not ready for that particular movement, and then you take 
our mass momentum against gravity and there's these receptors built up in the tissue that will either allow that tissue to react to whatever change is occurring and it's a defense mechanism and if those aren't working properly at that time then the tissue goes beyond it goes to a failure point and then it ruptures now there's a lot of other things that go into that uh when you're dealing with what jordy nelson went through then you're dealing with a lot more like you're coming down landing awkward position muscles don't fire fast enough not much you can do about it and the last thing that goes the ligament so tendon injuries and ligament injuries are a little different i suspect same thing happened with uh teddy bridgewater he goes he goes to plant a certain way while turning his body a certain way maybe he's getting ready to throw again mass momentum the muscles aren't ready or don't fire fast enough in a sequence they need to the last thing that goes is the ligament and so that's where uh, and then his knee dislocated actually so um you know, there's a, there's a lot of weird variables, but that's, you know, in it, it, some cases, it just is what it is. And it has to do with physics, uh, has to do with the situation, has to do with whatever body angle or, or, or if you will, that we're in at the time that, that's just that perfect sequence of events that's going to allow that, that the body just can't handle and then there's a failure somewhere. So uh, um, go ahead. When I was a kid, you know, if I broke something, I would try to set it up and then wait for the next person, one of my siblings. I have three sisters, so I'd wait. Like for you some, broke your ankle? Like if I broke a little, uh, like a little uh, Christmas thing oh, or a oh, chair oh. or something, and I would set it up so it looked normal. Oh. It looked normal, and then, then I'd wait. I'd sit and wait. <laughs> You're for, a bastard. So wait for the next person, <laughs> and they'd go over and touch it, and it would fall apart, and i go, look what you did! Mom, look what, look what, look what they did! I think your body probably does that too. It wears down that knee and yeah. it's waiting. It's just sitting and waiting for that next time you jump a little bit too, too high and you come down normally on it, but it just that 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 pressure just boom and it was sitting and the waiting. The old straw for it. that broke the camel's That's back. Exactly right. Yeah. Right, Eric. That's true. And you know, a lot of times people come in with acute onset of low back pain. It's you know, there's a lot of variables in play. It's usually not the first rep if you're lifting weights. It's when you're under fatigue. You're tired. You're yep. not prepared as much. It's when you go to bend over to pick up a box that is not that much weight, so you don't think much about it. You don't prepare your body for it, so you actually do it more of an awkward position. Well, if that's putting a certain, you know, that may not allow the muscles that generally allow it that, that take loads well, like our large muscle groups, it exposes the smaller muscle groups because they're not engaged. It's not like we're using proper mechanics. So when they go to do it, your small muscle groups don't take much load, even if it's 10 or 15 pounds, and then they fail because they're isolated, they're kind of exposed. So it's usually when things like that are exposed because of the situation, the mechanics, and you know, the way we landed, you know, was his head turned and his shoulders turned when he came and landed, so that exposes those ligaments without much support, then that's when you see the failure. If you slow those things down, you can see that a lot more. Eric from Pro Rehab, ProRehabLou.com. Get an appointment, have a great weekend, get out in the sun and, have, and do your thing this weekend, Eric. Thanks for calling, buddy. We'll do it, guys. You too. See you, Thanks, man. Eric. All right. Elliot, Tony, Dave, the underdogs, delivered by Papa John's Pizza on 790. KRD.